Welcome to the Holy Hands Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. And we're back, baby. The UFC and sports in general and life in general is back. Ish. Ish. <laughs> but you know what's definitely back? We are! That's right, babe. Cool. So episode 2L is for leg lock. Um, I didn't know what to go with for this, and Anna said L has to be for leg lock, and... And she, I got that double L in. Dude. Boy, was I proud. L to the second power, or something. No. Superpower. Leg locks are my favorite, so that's, uh, that's how you know that Anna's the best. Yes. Do you have a favorite leg lock, dear? Thank you for asking. I actually do. So <laughs> while the heel hook is most devastating and pretty awesome, and I like watching heel hooks in the UFC because it's or in MMA in general, uh, I personally like the Achilles lock. I favor the Achilles lock because it's not as devastating. Like Greek I don't need, pride I don't need to be all a, the time. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I don't need to be devastating, but I need to rep my people, my bloodline. You know. So I'm gonna go with the knee bar. Ooh, you would pick a knee bar. What does that mean? What's a knee bar? No, what does that mean that I would go with a knee bar? Because you're Irish and you go to any bar. Babe, that was really good. We're getting a lot closer to the school. <laughs> I know, maybe you're finally starting to get to know me. Yeah. Oh boy, we should make our own top five. About what? Just us. Cool. Next time. Next time when there's nothing to talk about. But we finally have fights to talk about. Oh my god, like real live ones, (sighs) too. Isn't it funny how we changed so quickly? Just four weeks ago, we were like, fuck this. I know, and I'm still on the fence of whether this should happen or not. But I'm not the one who's going. So if these fighters and their teams and the UFC workers and all the production people decide that they want to do this, I wouldn't want them telling me how to live my life. That's it. So, I mean, I guess we got to open up anyway, right? So we have to have a test and then like nationwide or whatever. So mm-hmm. this is the first thing. And it is easier to do even though it's fucking crazy it's the most extreme of all the sports but it is still it's one person versus one person not a team and they're taking every precaution uh we saw they actually released ufc embeddeds on youtube which we always recommend that you guys should watch but the first one for ufc 249 was actually especially interesting because it was started off mostly with the production and operations team and they really were taking so many extra precautions to make sure everything was safe so that's amazing it was so cool they were like obviously normally we pack um like movable saunas to put in each dressing room or yeah or even just to have one or two per floor or whatever but now every, every single, single fighter has their fighter. own yeah. so all those production people and movers have to pack all of those things from vegas to get them to florida yeah like that is so wild i want to listen to it again but i think they said that they had to bring four times as many trucks as they normally do like if they bring if they bought one truck that's, they had to bring at least that seems four, like not, little yeah. i think it was i think i want i want to say it was 10x but whatever. I guess we could. Uh, I guess we could go. If you listen, if you're listening, just go uh, watch the UFC embedded. Like the uh, first five first, minutes of the first yeah. one. <laughs> and then tell me I'm fucking dead wrong on Instagram. I know we could start a social media war because that's what I like to do now these days. Let's go to the top five. 
live. Yeah, so we're gonna. So why don't you tell the people what is uh, what the event is actually this Saturday? All right, the event this Saturday is finally UFC 249. Yeah, you have heard us say UFC 249 since probably fucking February because it was supposed to happen in April uh-huh. and actually it was before that. It was before February that Tony Habib was announced. Yes, it was the end of last year. So we have been yapping about it forever since it was supposed to be Brooklyn, yada, 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 yada. That cursed fight that we told you about for UFC 249 with Habib Tony, it's still cursed. Um, that's not happening. Look, did you did you hear that? Like the ghost of the fight just knocked something over in our apartment. Um, so this technically is UFC 49 finally happening. UFC 249 finally happening. Happening. Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson is the main event, and the whole card is fire. The whole card from bottom to top, from beginning to end, is awesome. So, so let's do that. Yeah. Let's, let's just make our whole top five UFC 249. Okay, cool. We're going to pick the five fights that we're most excited about. Babe, you pick two. I'll pick two. And then we'll pick one as a joint podcast. Fair. And we'll talk about just five out of all the amazing fights that are going to happen this Friday. But you Saturday. should watch as many as you possibly can. It's on ESPN, obviously, because they're not airing anything else. It's You have free fights that any one of our friends out there can listen to and watch from 6.30 to 10 o'clock. That's yeah. a lot of great fights. So and the pre- early prelims and the prelims are on ESPN, right? And most of our picks are actually from the early prelims and prelims. So there you go. All right, let's get to the top five fights of the week. off with number one in our top five of the week so as we already told you espn starting at 6 30 my first pick for fights that that we're super excited for but everyone should watch is vincente luque versus nico price good one it's it's like so good i don't actually don't know why i'm picking this because i don't like violent fights <laughs> right yeah, you, yeah, you don't, but... But this one I, I think might be quite violent. So, Vincente Luque um, beat Mike Perry, and and that was a really close fight, actually. It could have gone either oh. way, but he broke Mike Perry's face. Like, his nose was, was like, by his Vincente? ear. That's when yes. his nose is all crooked? Yes. And then his next fight, which you've heard us talk about, was when Wonderboy Thompson beat him. Booty boy! And the whole time Wonder Boy was so nice. And I think that just came down to like more experience in Wonder Boy and mm-hmm. totally different style than Luke prefers to fight with. So um, I think he alone is going to be really interesting. But then he's fighting Nico Price. And all I could remember was that Nico Price's last fight, it was in October, it was against James Vick. And I remember it was like so so gross but i couldn't remember why so i looked it up james vick had nico price on the ground was beating him up and nico price up kicked him to the foch homeboy went down like a ton of bricks it was really sad 
You know, last week or whenever our last episode was, two weeks ago, a month ago, 60 days, who knows, because yeah. nobody knows, uh, was 2K for kicks. And I got to say, I overlooked it, but an up kick I is a know. good kick. I'm a fan of a good up kick. When I found that, I was like, sick, this is perfect. I'm going to say that's my favorite kick, but then we are not in 2K. They're too busy at the knee bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to pick uh, for my, uh, I guess... Uh, our number two on top five of the week is Bryce Mitchell versus Charles Rosa, right? So there are all these ne- next generation guys out there that are super committed to the sport. They have a high ceiling in terms of their potential, and we're watching them get better as an like as an audience. We're watching these guys, the next generation, get better fight after fight. So like Sugar Sean O'Malley is at the forefront of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like he came up in Dana White's Contender Series. Did really well and like had some time off, but like he's he came back and has gotten so much better and leveled up. Bryce Mitchell is right there. I think with Sugar Sean, he's like one of the UFC's top young prospects. He is fucking awesome. He he's from uh, Arkansas, right? So he's got like this whole thing about him. He's got his own personality and like you're attracted to watching a fighter like that. That's like super cool is different than everyone else. It's not just this guy at the same gyms yeah. as everyone else, just training and being whatever. And you heard us talk about him. Cause we were talking about the need for Bryce Mitchell to get camo shorts. Yeah. And with all the stuff that's going on, he's like, I already live a quarantine lifestyle. Like he's just on his like trailer <laughs> farm, like starting everything. And he's just really good at MMA too. So I'm excited to see him fight. I'm excited. He's starting to get a little bit of popularity. He was on the Theo uh, Vaughn podcast and was hilarious because they're both from the South. So they were just going back and forth. And uh, he's been getting better. Uh, so I'm just really excited to see him fight. And then he's fighting Charles Rosa, who actually has a ton of UFC experience, I believe. Um, and also just found out like he has a crazy story that the UFC isn't even telling. I We saw it because Hospital for Special Surgery. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I totally made a YouTube video about him, how he came in, he was injured, and they really helped him out. But, like, he got into fighting because both his older brothers died from fucking drug overdoses. And he just had to get his life together at a super young age and discovered fighting. So, man, Bryce Mitchell and Charles Rosa, I fucking wish you guys so much awesomeness in life, and I hope you guys both just have have an awesome fight and have fun and both grow from this fight, you know? Deaf. Most deaf. All right, number three in our top five. This is, like, super exciting, and it's probably not that uncommon. But for this current Corona's sitch, I think it's pretty exciting that the only female fight on the card is what I'm making top three. It's Carla Esparza versus Michelle Waterson. We just um, were listening to Michelle Waterson a little bit on Ariel Hawani's show, and she's just so nice. Her nickname's Karate Hottie, but she's, like, just, like, Mama Bear, mm-hmm. super, like, Mama Bear, both for her daughter and, like, with her mama. It's very cute. So, um, Watterson was a former Invicta champ, and she, like, was so close to getting a title shot. She was, like, stacking up her wins, but then she fought Joanna and lost, and then that kind of set her back a little bit. And Esparza... Mm-hmm was the first strawweight champ, which is, like, so amazing. Yeah. Like, that she's still around and still a contender. And the same, same story kind of with her. Joanna came and stole that shit from her. And, and here we are. So I'm super excited for that fight. Kind of 
both good guys. Both Again. good guys, yeah. <laughs> super, super good guys. I'm excited. Like, dude, Carlos Esparza has been around for a super long time. I just want to call out that, like, the beating that she took from Ioana. That was Ioana's, like, seminal fight. The beating that Esparza took from her, whatever it was, like, five years ago now, is insane. And the fact that she's still around, like, yo, like you said, kudos to her. And Michelle Waterson, just, like... Yo, YouTube Michelle Waterson. She's just a fucking personality in the sport, and she's awesome. And she just makes everybody who watches her feel good. So, and they're both insanely skilled at the art of destruction. So, yeah, last. Yeah, and last, they're both probably too tough for their own good, actually. Yeah, it should be interesting. Last thing I want to say because I didn't know this. Carla's nickname. Did, did you know Carla's nickname? I did not, but okay. it makes a lot of sense. Okay, so. We we talked about nicknames and we were we George and I were thinking like oh this keeps going we're gonna have to come up with more random top fives like top nicknames could uh-huh. be one well, I think Carla's a contender contender for sure top five for sure her nickname and Artemis I think would really like this is Cookie Monster <laughs> that's pretty awesome it's so cute Carla the Cookie Monster Esparza and now I want cookies. Number four of our top five, it's getting serious. Oh, my God. Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. I don't care for any of the hype leading up to this fight. I don't care what it does for people's legacy. I don't care that people are criticizing Cruz for getting the title shot after a long layoff due to injury. I just want to see this fight. I literally ignore everything that Henry Cejudo says, so I purposefully like refuse to digest any media which involves him playing like that, that cringe gimmick, which he, he just... He refuses to shelf it, man. And it's just... We know it's cringeworthy. It gets you more oh. views and clicks and all that stuff. But it just sucks. It, it just sucks. sucks to watch. And the dude can fight. That's the thing. I love watching him fight. He really can. He's amazing. He's an amazing fighter. And I think he's doing himself a disservice by not letting his just like... At this point, at he's already tone it down him. a little. Yeah, but he did stupid shit today at the weigh-ins, too. Like, oh, he did? Yeah, he got, like... We got to look at it later. Actually, I, I feel like... Should we pause it and look at it and just no, come back? No, <laughs> he, he, like, kicked fake stuffed heads of, like, his prior opponents. Like, <laughs> Mighty Mouse's head and stuff like that. Oh, he, like, that's dropped. not necessary. He yeah. should have just had, like, 10 TJ Dillashaws and kept kicking that. And, frankly, Henry Cejudo? Yeah, that would have been actually fucking good. Because <laughs> is there anybody more hateable than TJ Dillashaw right now? John Jones. Oh! <laughs> um, he's an Olympic champion. Henry, act better. Act better. You're an Olympic champion. You, you always remind people that, but you should behave better, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'm definitely in love with Dominic Cruz's fighting style and his philosophy and his dog. His dog's name oh, is yeah. Dojo. Dojo his Cruz. Doggo is Google cutie. Dojo Cruz or go to Holding Hands Adoring Fist Instagram because I promise I am about to post multiple pictures of <laughs> Dojo Cruz. So um, that's it. But Dom, uh, Dominic Cruz is also like a commentator for the UFC. Um, so he. Has been he's been injured and he hasn't fought for I think like almost two years or something now. Um, but he's been doing all his commentating and he's always so specific about stuff. He's always like watch. He always points out when people dig for underhooks or or going for like certain techniques and the principles behind them. So it's gonna be really interesting to watch him actually do all the things that he's been talking about. And he's just exciting. So I think I think it's gonna be an exciting fight. I agree. I I like Henry Cejudo and. 
And I am so upset by his cringe. But I still am rooting for him. But I'm so excited to see Dom. Mm -hmm. I really want him to do well. I really, really do. So this, to me, is another case of two good guys. Two two good guys, yeah. I I bet in person Henry's a fucking good, good guy. He's just fucking... He's a dork. He's a dork. He's a dork. And uh, I guess we got to go to number five, huh? Yeah, number five. So we each picked one, but then this one was a joint one. And also... No, we each picked two. And we each picked two. Sorry, my math is off. (laughs) It's Friday afternoon, UFC 249 preview, bitches. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all confused. (laughs) So our joint pick for fight of the night, I guess, or you... Fight you got to pay respect for respect to is Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. So we know that Tony Ferguson was supposed supposed to fight Khabib, and it's been an emotional roller coaster for all of us. And thank you guys for your support through all this. <laughs> you um, know that I kind of hate it in a way because I think Ferguson should be fighting Khabib for a real belt, and that hurts me. But I, I'll go back to what I said at the top of the show that it's his decision and. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do I care? <laughs> yeah. But both guys are savages. Both guys are insanely exciting to watch fight. They're totally... Tony Ferguson is completely outside of the box. I don't even know if he knows where the box is. No, uh, like, no. The box is inside Tony Ferguson. Yeah. I think that's exactly how you, you, you could accurately describe Tony Ferguson and the relation, his relationship to the box. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Gaethje is a crazy... Balls to the wall. Yeah. Crazy Anomaly has all the wrestling pedigree of an NCAA champion and never wrestles ever because he just wants to uh, fucking which throw I huge find a little annoying too. <sighs> but I still love him. He's so nice. Also, he's got a really cute dog that we saw in the Embedded's. I know, but we didn't get that doggy's name. He so. didn't say it. He didn't say it. It's weird. But, but he, he did wear his dog like a backpack, so yeah. that's cool. And his dog is huge, and his he lived with two roommates because he's like that kind of guy who like lived in like a college dorm setting all through his 20s <laughs> mm-hmm. and probably early 30s. So him and his two roommates got three dogs, and they were all brothers and sisters. And then when they all moved out, he took his dog. So that's really nice. That is really nice. It should be a crazy fight. I don't even know what's going to happen. So I I mean, can we make a pick for this one? Can you pick? I, I think this is a case, we haven't had this in a little while, where we want both guys to win. I think every fight we mentioned <laughs> for this card, we want both guys to win. Oh, wait. Brief shout out. There's one motherfucker on this card we don't want to win. We want him to lose. Greg Hardy, we fucking hate your ass. I hope you lose. <laughs> but. Don't you fucking butt right now. I will kill you. But. but what? This episode of Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast was brought to you by. <laughs> and hatred <laughs> for Greg Hardy. No. No. But nothing. Okay, good. This episode of the Holy Hands of Throwing Fist podcast was brought to you by all the awesome professional people that work for the UFC that are doing crazy shit to make this fight happen and keep everybody safe. You guys are fucking awesome.